welcome back to Cheap Thrills. I am your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories from the past week. Here's your top stories in gaming. As this year's E3 nears, more links and rumors fly across all gaming media as well as YouTube and Twitter. There's rumored that there is a new Pokemon game that is to be announced this year at E3. The alleged Pokemon title is called Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. It's supposed to be somewhat like the scene as Pokemon Yellow with some new mechanics and updated graphics. Activision released a trailer for its new upcoming game, Call of Duty 4, where it featured a battleground stage and the multiplayer in the traditional sense. It's also been announced that this game will not be having a single player campaign. It's a new in its series. There's a photo that showed up on Twitter and Reddit in regards to the next Star Fox game. And it has been titled Star Fox Grand Prix, where it's a racing game that is being developed by the studios Retro. I got a chance to play the demo Blaze Blue Battle Tag for the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox and PC. The demo was very fun. Um, it's leaning towards more for the casuals, but once you get a hold, it's a quite complex game. I am looking forward for the release later on this year. I believe the date may be June 22nd, 2018. It's a day one buy for me. The Nintendo Labo was featured on the late night show from Jimmy Fallon featuring Ariana Grande singing her hit song, No Tears to Cry. This game is fantastic when it comes to showing the creativity and the immense possibilities of what to do with this game. So, Ubisoft is holding a sale on the Nintendo eShop for up to 50% off of its games. And some of the games are featured is Mario Plus Rabbit, Monopoly, and Just Dance. So, if you are interested in any of those titles, please check them out and pick them up. So, the developers or former developers from the Castlevania series has created another Castlevania clone titled Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. And it's going to be released on May 24th for the Nintendo Switch and 3DS. I've seen a little bit of gameplay from this game and 
the music as well as the graphics remind you of the first Castlevania game and I will be one that will be picking it up. So State of Decay 2 was released for the Xbox One system and it has a Metacritic score of 69. The game needs some refinement that is to be admitted. However, I feel, and this is just my personal opinion, the game is it's good. There's a lot of bugs and there's room for improvement and it's already been addressed that they're going to be looking as patching the game up and whatnot. But I, I have to say, I believe that the critics was a bit harsh, especially when it came to this game, because all of this criticism that came to this game, and mind you, these are two different, two different genres. But I want everyone to keep the same energy. No Man's Sky was a horrible launch of a game. And the the gamers community just trashed it. The gaming media wasn't as forgiving. And I also felt bad for the Xbox community as well as this system's this generation. I I am looking forward to Microsoft E3 presentation because something tells me that they have something up their sleeve and I'm here for it. So let's hope for the best for them. So Sony has announced that they are stopped the card productions for the Vita starting next year. I feel that the Vita didn't get the proper send-off as it should have. Don't get me wrong, there's plenty of third-party games that are coming to the system, but the support from Sony, it's mind-boggling how they let that system flop the way that it did. Just as Nintendo did with the Wii U. That was a debacle. And that was this week's top stories in gaming. Here's your top stories in pop culture. The royal wedding was this past Saturday. And I have to say that the ceremony, the reception, the the guests, okay, the dress, Prince Harry, Meghan, the the whole progression, the weather, it was magnificent. 
her dress was simple, clean, and just a class act. I don't think I've ever seen someone who looked so beautiful. She just, the way she looked at Harry was as if he hung the moon and she was in awe of this man. I just, their love. Uh, no words. I just, I, I, I wish I was there. It's, it was so beautiful. So some of the guest stars included Oprah Winfrey, George Clooney and his wife, Serena Williams, and her husband, who I have to say that those two are too cute. Um, the cast from her TV show Suits, which I had to watch. I didn't even know. Okay, I really don't know nothing about Megan as far as her work because she was mostly on Suits and I have not seen Suits. I may have seen one or two episodes, but I don't think that she was like one of those standout stars in it, but I'm going to give it a give it a look and see how it turns out. But her mom was there. It was unfortunate that her father wasn't there because I'm sure she wanted him to be able to walk her down the aisle and to give her away. Prince Charles, you know, took the mantle and he was able to do it. And that was wonderful of him. Her mother, she was gorgeous. I love that suit or that outfit that she was wearing. And that color was just magnificent. Her and the queens shared like similar colors, but clearly they were not the same. But, and I love the color that the queen mother was wearing. I love that green. So regal to me for some reason. But I digress. But her mother was there and she looked it great. I felt bad for her because she was there by herself in the wings while Prince Harry and his family and the lot was all there. But she was just there by herself and you know, I felt like, you know, someone else could have been there with her to see such a magnificent moment as what was going on with this wedding. Now as everyone know, Megan is biracial. And I have to say, <laughs> that wedding was black. <laughs> and I lived for it. I was like, it was, but 
it's not like hood. Don't get me wrong. She wasn't hood. But she brought a bit of herself in her culture in into it. And I thought that was, like, nice. Like, she was letting them know, like, she respects the monarchy and their tradition and whatnot. But, hey, we're here and we're not here to going to be ignored. So... There was this young man. Hold on, I gotta find his name because the way he he had us he was playing the cello, and his segment not segment but um his oh the music that he played was oh, just beautiful. But let me find his name. His name is Sinku Kenneth Mason, and he's 19 years old. And that boy played that cello like his life depended. What? No, let's not say that. He had passion in playing his instrument. And I know that a lot of people like to play for the audience. The way he played and looked, it was as if he was in a room by himself. And he was playing for himself, which made it more powerful. It was so beautifully done. Um... There was a choir that song Stand By Me. It was quite good. Um She brought some preacher. Hold on, his name is Bishop Michael Curry. Okay, so this man delivered a sermon that lasted I believe 14 minutes. And it was a good one, don't get me wrong. But there was I I felt I felt that traditionally, you know, because the royals, they, they are very reserved. And I don't think they was ready for him. But he kept it cute. And he got his sermon across and... It was her nigga knowledge. It was good. But there was a couple of cringe moments where I was like, well, I don't know where you're going with this. And I want you to keep on point. Because, you know, sometimes these bishops, they can go on for 30 to 45 minutes. And I'm like, listen, we need to get these guys married. And I want to see what happens. But this wedding... My God, it was beautiful. You can look or you can find it on Hulu and YouTube on the Royals channel. And you, Hulu is actually playing the wedding part one. And you, they had that on the front page. So check it out. You will enjoy it. 
So, I want to talk about television. And this is also going to lead into something else. Because um, I really don't like talking about, you know, tragedies as far as pop culture. But I was shaken up by what happened in Texas. And I don't want them to feel like, you know, what happened shouldn't be something that we look over. So, forgive me for just speaking out on this. And these are just my personal opinions. So this past week, there was a shooting at in Texas at a high school. And the school was Santa Fe High School. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because when I heard about this shooting, I wasn't really shocked, and that frightened me because the last shooting was not that far past. Like, time, we haven't even healed. From that one alone. So from this one coming on the heels of the last one. So close. That I couldn't even. I I felt this was like normal behavior. Scared me. The midterm elections are coming up. We have got to get this gun reform in motion. They are killing our children. And the fact that this happened so soon after the last tragedy means that this is it's always been unacceptable but my gosh something is wrong with how soon this is happening I don't even want to say my thoughts and prayers go out because I'm sure they have plenty of those. Of 
course I'm a human being. Of course my thoughts and prayers go out to them. But I'm done with that. And hopefully my listeners, you are too. I don't care what side politically you lean towards. Get out, vote. Because this, I'm sorry. This has gone on too, too long. I am sorry to bring this to the podcast and we're supposed to be talking about pop culture and we will get back to that. The reason why I brought it up because I was going to talk about the 13 reasons why season two premiere was canceled because of this shooting. Now, 13 reasons why was a great show. However, that show haunts me because of what happened at the end. And I don't understand why there's a two. I don't get it. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm holding I'm holding back a little bit and this is a long pause. Please forgive me. It's just that I want to articulate and to say what I need to say and not ramble. Because who needs someone to ramble? Um again, I don't understand why there's a second season for it, but It's a good thing that they canceled the premiere to show respect for what happened. And I think that we should leave it there. Um, Let's move on to... (laughs) Oh, God. I really want to talk about Deadpool, but... Okay, so let's talk about Deadpool, but not the violence. Though there was a lot of violence in it, but... Let's just talk about the humor in this movie. My personal review of the movie is it was a good movie. I don't think it was better than the first one, but this one was a cute sequel. It was fun. And I like Deadpool. I just like him as a character. He's so funny and his jokes are so witty to me. I mean, don't get me wrong, some of them fell flat. Especially the one about the dubstep. I I didn't get that. But his other ones landed. Um it was a fun action-packed movie. Um I like how they as far as the previews go, how they were setting up this team. And if you hasn't haven't seen it yet. Um, there was a team. 
and it it didn't last long. Um, but it's funny how it was like you know disassembled, and like there was four warning as how it was going to fall all apart. It it's really funny. Um, the movie made over a hundred million in its first weekend. So kudos to them for you know taking the top spot. Um, it is rumored to be having five more sequels in the story. That's just rumored though. But um, surely they're going to make a third one. And I'd like to see where they're going to take this. So, Meek Mill was scheduled for a White House visit to discuss prison reform. Um, it is reported that Jay-Z had called him and advised him to cancel, which Meek Mill did. And personally, I am glad that he didn't go because it would have been just a photo op and I don't believe that there was going to be any concrete prison reform especially with this administration because they have an agenda and they're pushing forward and it is what it is so let's talk about this lawyer who went off on an employee for speaking Spanish in New York City. Now, New York City, Manhattan, wherever you are in New York, that is the melting pot if I have never seen one in my life. And this man, as much as I want to say his name, you know what? No, I'm not even going to say that because that would have showed my ignorance. So he goes off on this tirade to this poor woman about her speaking Spanish. And he's like, you came over to my country, learned the language. I am paying for your welfare. And I'm like, first of all, you are talking to this woman in the same grocery store that you're in. Like, who does that? But they got him all the way together. Social media and the people that recognized him and his job is like his, he's, he's facing disbarment, which he should listen. If you feel that vitriol and that much hate for whatever reason, why are you a lawyer? I don't understand. It's like you have this this much hatred for these people, and yet you go into a profession and where you can can create laws or put in policies where you can enact this hatred. This is what I mean by 
and this is what people were talking about systematic oppression is because these people because this young man is not going to learn his lesson because he's going to be berated and he's going to be outcast but that hatred in his heart is going to do nothing but grow and he's going to put himself in a position to where he can enact his racism and his hatred into policies that not only affect those who he hate, but it also empowers those who have the same viewpoints as he do. Now, when you see someone who has this disdain for another human being because of their race and of their culture, you should not be a lawyer. It goes against everything that it entails. You're supposed to be fair. So get rid of them. So in other news, Nev Schumann, the the star or the host of Catfish, uh, his show has been temporarily suspended because there's supposed to be some sexual misconduct allegations involving him and one of the the, the girls that was featured in one of his episodes um he claims that they're false and hopefully that they can get to the bottom of it um I just hope that they sort all of it out Nev get your team together and young lady, if this happened, I am sorry that you had to endure such behavior. Um, so T.I. was arrested. Okay, this is the funny story. So T.I. who lives on this state is a gated community. Comes home drunk. Don't have the key, like, you know, I want to say the gate person to this gated community, um, he was coming in and he was like, dude, I don't know who you are and I'm not letting you in. So he got into this argument with his security because they wouldn't let him in to his neighborhood. Now, the irony in all of this is you was doing everything in your power to begin to get inside this gated community. And you mean to tell me y'all are paying for security and this security don't even know that you live in that community? 
he got arrested. And it's like, are you kidding me? I pay you money to keep this riffraff out? And you, now you're calling me the riffraff? You can be rich and have all of that money, fame, and you are still treated like so. Now, the lesson, which she's not going to heed to, is you need to leave that community. Because clearly you're not respected. Your own security team did not know who you was. And wouldn't let you in to your house. Or to your neighborhood. If I were you, I would leave. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, welcome the boy. And we haven't seen the pictures, but she announced that on Twitter that she had the baby. And it seems that they are doing good. Congratulations on your new bundle of joy. So there was this huge debate as far as this Laurel and Yanni. Um, okay, I've heard it several times. The first time I heard it, it said Laurel to me. The second time, it said Yanni. And then afterwards, it said Yanni. I, I found that surprising. But, um... There's a couple of videos from BuzzFeed as well as some various people who decoded as to why you're hearing certain names. Um, but it was fun. It was fun. And that has been this week's top stories in pop culture. Thank you for listening to Cheap Thrills. I've been your host, Etheria. I hope to see you again next week. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach us via email at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01.